This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Worried you'll need to babysit your robot vacuum? Think again. Meet Eufy X10 Pro Omni Robot Vacuum with AI-powered navigation to recognize and avoid over 100 objects. It's the winner of five Best of CES awards. And Digital Trends says it boasts almost all the same features as robot vacuums that cost twice as much. Want to know more? Go to eufy.com, that's E-U-F-Y.com, and discover X10 Pro Omni, the best-in-class all-in-one robot vacuum for only $799. Hello, everyone. It's your favorite podcast host here, Joe Redman, just letting you know that the TalkSport Fan Network is now proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. So the only thing left to say is, are you in? Order now on the McDonald's app. You can also get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via the app at participating restaurants, 18 plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Football on the Sports Social Podcast Network is brought to you by BetVictor, where new signings are guaranteed a great debut. Join and choose your welcome offer at betvictor.com. 18 plus, begambleaware.org. NFL Sunday Ticket is now on YouTube and YouTube TV, which means that you can stay close to your team even if you don't live in their town. Like, maybe you're a Raven who married a Seahawk who got a job in the land of the Falcons. With NFL Sunday Ticket, you can watch your team's out-of-market Sunday afternoon games no matter where you live. Because you shouldn't have to change teams, even if you change towns. NFL Sunday Ticket, now on YouTube and YouTube TV. Go to youtube.com slash presale to get $50 off. Terms and embargoes apply. Offer ends 919. No refund. Subscription auto renews. This episode is brought to you by FX's Welcome to Wrexham. Celebrity owners Rob McElhenney and Ryan Reynolds' small-town Welsh football club is fighting for a chance at promotion. These two Hollywood stars lead a team in the midst of history in the making, while dedicated staff and supporters hold on to a dream of returning the team and this working-class town in Wales to glory. FX's Welcome to Wrexham premieres September 12th on FX. Stream on Hulu. everybody welcome to another episode of the full-time show after Burnley lose at home against Leicester City and let's call a spade a spade that was fucking shit they were dreadful they deserved to get beat in fact I've written some notes shite because that's what it was it was absolutely shite as you can see there's an arm here we were going to be a bit professional and bring him in but we couldn't get him completely out of the shot um but I'm here in Simon's homemade studio um, I'll just get your thoughts on it then, Simon. I've said we're going to call a spade a spade and call them shit. They were shit. I'll, what did you think of the game? Uh, I'll come closer, so hopefully the mic can pick me up. Uh, basically, yeah, I'm, I'm disappointed with it the minute we walked in the joint. Uh, the minute we walked into the stadium, the, the atmosphere was flat because of the tannery. I don't know what was going on there. Well, they announced it pre-game, didn't they, saying there were some issues with it, so I don't know what that was about. Well, it was horrendous, and I didn't realise how much of an impact that makes to the atmosphere of the ground because it was so awkward. Um, so I don't think the fans helped, if I'm honest, and I'm obviously one of them fans, so I'm going to go up myself for that, but it just didn't feel like an evening game at Turf Moor, and... The, the performance showed that, in my opinion. 
Uh, where do you think it went wrong then on the pitch? Because for me, I I see why Dash has changed it up. You can't see me. Yeah, I see why Dash has changed it up because of the games in quick succession. You know, we played what were it Sunday, Tuesday, or Sunday, Wednesday, then Saturday, Tuesday. So it's catching up on us, and I think that showed pretty much for like ninety minutes. But I'll be asking questions of Dash because he's changed. A side that's been very, very good over the last few games, and it just didn't look as good. Westy in the middle, I didn't think was as good with as, as what Corky would have been. Um, Maxwell, I love him, and I get stick for criticising him, but I'm going to criticise him again. He was dog shit. He was really, really poor today. Yeah, absolutely. I, I've I've said this not just this game. I've said it two or three. Even the games that we've won recently, and it's hard to criticise. I was saying to Robert that you've got ten minutes of Corny in every match where you think he looks special, but then he just seems to phase out as the rest of the match goes on. Uh, I do think that we missed certain aspects of today. Where it's like we're missing with Jack Cork, is it that he wasn't playing? Uh, I'm a big fan. Everyone knows that of Jack Cork and what he brings to to the midfield partnership. Um, but yeah, there are too many sort of like stale performers today. We couldn't get the ball on the floor. But I do think hats off need to be sort of like we need to give praise to Leicester because. Lister. As soon as we got in their half, they weren't just one on us. They weren't just two on us. Like three players. Relentless. That's they, what I mean about they. They had a week off. They yeah. didn't play on Saturday, so they just looked more up for it because they had more energy. I feel hundred percent. And I think that unfortunately we we couldn't we didn't have any options. We weren't putting the ball in the box enough because for me, every time we put the ball in from a corner or a set piece, they couldn't handle it, and we didn't take advantage of it. So for me, I would like to have seen the ball come in a lot more uh, from the wing back positions. Um, Roberts and Taylor, I think it would like to. I'd like to have seen a deeper cross from them too. Um, but yeah, I mean, it is frustrating, and you can't criticise change too much because I'm one of them that thinks if it's not broke, don't fix it. If it's, if it's broke, don't, you know what I mean. Yeah. And uh, and I kind of got frustrated with it at points because we won three nil, and then he changed his team. Yeah. Then we go on and win at Spurs, and now we change the team again, and and this. This is where you can argue that, for me, change isn't good. Uh, but in recent performances, I, I couldn't even say that. But, yeah. Yeah, for me, I think the changes... I understand why the changes were done. However, I feel that it was the changes that ended up losing us that game because some of the people that came in didn't do a very good job. We're getting some comments saying that Matt Lawcock, who's let us down, he was supposed to be on the show. He says hello. At least he's here. Hopefully you've got back to your car yet, mate. Then he goes on to say, shite doesn't describe it. Obviously, that's going back to when I hold, held my screen. Your camera goes out of focus a lot, doesn't it, by the way? It's because there's two of it. Oh, oh, there you go. There you go. go. Um, Ujala says, normal service resumes at the turf. Yeah, we did look like we did in the first half of the season there, I think, in this season, uh, in in that game. Sorry, your dog in your garden put me off. Um, we, did, we did look like we did. We looked like we did. Uh, against Leicester. Against Leicester. Well, yeah, we looked like we did against Leicester. We looked like we did against Leeds. We looked like we did against Newcastle. Um, Matt Lawcock, he's, he's busy in the comments. Get your comments in like, as, be, as much as Matt, if you can. He says, very quiet was MC. Obviously, referring to Maxwell Corner, not, you know, MC Shock. I've um, heard about the uh, announcement. True. He won that spot on as well, <laughs> to be fair. Uh, Martin McCabot says, totally shy. If I could just literally do a, a, a full-time show and go, shite, and then turn it off, I would do. Um, Matt Lawcock says he could he could be on if he gets back to Cole in time. It could be on. He said I'm in the car on the way home now. Uh, if we get back in time, we will be on. But I just want to quickly before we bring in the guests that have actually showed up, Matt. Uh, I just quickly want to bring in the um, what do you call it? The league table. 
there we go. Because, of course, uh, this is painful doing this. This is very painful. But we have, of course, missed a very good opportunity to climb out of the bottom three. That was one of the games in hand. We had three games in hands on Brentford. It's now only two. However, we've got two games in hand on Brentford and we've got to play them. So they are still very, very catchable, despite all the doom and gloom that my dad was uh, giving me on, on, the, on, on the way home. Um, you think I'm negative, honestly. I, I, would, I would listen to my dad thinking, what a... Oh. That's is where I get it from, Dad, yeah. if you're listening, which I, I know he watches or, or he'll be listening at a later time. Uh, Laura's in the chat. She says, all right, lads. No, Laura, I'm not. But yeah, let's just have a look at the league table. Then again, Norwich bottom on 17 points. Watford second bottom on 19 points. Then is us. Then is us. Then comes us on 21 points. Then Everton on 22. Everton now have a game in hand on us. So Uno reverse. They've got a game in hand on us. We've still got a game in hand on Leeds. We're just one point above us. Sorry, two points above us. And with Three points behind Brentford with two games in hand and got them to play. Then come Newcastle on 25. But there, let's be fair, we can count Newcastle out of it. So let's bring some guests in. I'm going to go in the order of what it is on the bottom of my screen. So that means that first is going to be, and those of you who listen to the podcast regularly or watch alongs will be aware, you will recognise him. It is Neil Lathan. Welcome back to the podcast, Neil. I'm sorry, mate. Your, your mic's muted. Caught on mute guests because they chose to mute themselves. There you go. Come on. There you, go. you can tell he's been away for a while. You can tell he's been away for a while. What did you think of that one then, mate? Just it's hard to say something different to what you said, but completely flat. I didn't know about the stadium answer, but I thought that I mean it's well and too recently against I watch on telly. I'm not a fan of the stadium, but I thought the stadium was dead quiet compared to what it has been. So yeah, but I didn't know about the stadium answer. I thought they just looked knackered. I thought the players just looked knackered. And I'm going to contradict myself saying that you've got to rotate to keep the freshness going. But again, why rotate when we've just found rhythm for the last couple of games? But the midfield just looked knackered. The second half, particularly, I thought Brown looked like he was running through car. It was just, there's just nothing there. There's nothing left to give. And, yeah, uh, I just agree with that. Man. Just always calling there because uh... you mentioned it. Have you got to ask questions of uh, Dice for changing it? No, just going back to what you just said there quickly, you were talking about changing it. Have we got to ask questions of Dice for changing it? Or can you see why you did it? I can see both sides of the fence. I can see both sides, but maybe it changed too much all at once. If that makes sense. Maybe you should have just maybe kept Jay in and just made, honestly brought Taylor back and just tried to keep that sort of... Um, his James looked really good over the last few weeks as well. And he's, he's, he's played with, with Edwards, has been really good. But just by what about Corny there, I question how fit he's been because I'm not convinced we've got 90 minutes out of him since he's signed. And I, I love the guy. That's what it was for me. I don't I don't think it's the really, I mean, we'll have said it, but I think it's down to tiredness. That's what it was for me. Yeah, I agree with you there on Corny. I think he's been poor. Um, but, you know, he's, he's clearly got it in his locker, hasn't he? We know he's good enough. Um, we know he's good enough. So, I do think he's either got an injury or he's really, really tired. Neil, I've just muted you because we're getting some echo. That's not your issue. It's our issue. Um, so, I'll just mute you while I do this bit. But um, just there's some uh, comments coming in. Matt Lawcock says, who are the gaming hands now? Uh, we've still got to play Everton. That's one of them. Um, Leicester. Well, <laughs> we thought that one. We had Leicester. And is it Villa? I think it's Villa, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. So Everton at home and Villa. Um, Simon's giving me some ratings. Are they your ratings yeah. or are they, are they? Right, so let's have a look at Simon's ratings. He's got his little pad, so we'll, we'll show the camera. There is midfield ratings. He says Brownhill, 7.1. And these are very specific. No, 7 out of 10. Oh, 7 out of 10. I thought it was 7.10. <laughs> uh, 
Um, then six out of ten. Corday five out of ten. I think that's generous. Uh, Lennon eight out of ten. Lennon was easily the best. Let's be fair. Lennon was easily the best of the midfield. Um, Neil, your thoughts on Simon's? Mute myself too early. Your thoughts on Simon's sort of like midfield ratings there that we've just read out. Yeah, Corday probably a bit generous, uh, but you don't want to criticise him too much. But uh, yeah, Lennon was superb. I thought and. Uh, the only thing I can say about Lennon is his final ball didn't make it once apart from that offside corner goal. Um, he was just overhitting him. But he, he looked fresh, he looked sharp. Um, but as much as he's performing well, I don't think it's a good sign when your best midfielder is at 30 odds, whatever it is. You need some younger blood in there. He should be a best midfielder for me. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I agree with him, it's definitely. No, well, I've done that once on Twitter already. I've got absolute pelters. Um, yeah, another one of Simon's comments is he was offside more than Wood, and he was offside a lot today, weren't he? He seems to be offside. I think every Burnley fan said it to be fair because my dad said it as well. Well, have a look at some comments again. So, Neil, I'll just quickly mute you again before we uh, wrap up with you. Um, Nathan Woodward, I'll tell you what, Neil, I'll bring you back in a second. Because Nathan Woodward, he's asked, do you think we will go down? It seems to be a question that we get after every single fucking game. And I understand why we get it. Um, I felt like, I've said it before and I'll say it again, momentum's a big thing in football. Um, and I felt like we had the momentum. I felt like we had it this week. Um, but I felt I feel like we've kind of lost it now. You know what I mean? I feel like we may have lost it. Because we're going to go and get this, we're going to go and get a pacing off Chelsea, aren't we? Let's be fair. Um, so, are we, Neil? Like I said, I'll, I'll let you answer that question before we wrap up with you. Um, do you think we will go down now after that performance? No, because we've because we know we're capable of performing our way out the last few games, um, and for us to go down, it we rely on everyone around us to win the rest of their games, which they're not going to do. Everton are in free fall. Leeds might get that new manager bounce. But then again, they might not. So um, I'd be more worried about out if I was out in Leeds. I think Newcastle probably done enough to get out of it. But Norwich, Brentford, and Watford, I'd say are probably worse than us. All um, season performances haven't been that bad. It's just been turning draws into wins. So we know, and the last, as I said, the last few games, we know we can do it. So if we haven't done it all the last few games, then probably I'd say, yeah, we're going down. But we know we can do it, and we'll, we'll, we'll do it again. It's just. Uh, it just, yeah, you know what it's like when you defeat everyone's like, oh, that's it, no, we're down. And then when we win, everyone's like, we're even staying up. So. Yeah, it's football fandom in a nutshell, that the minute. But thanks a lot, Neil, for coming on. Thanks for coming on. It's good to have you back, mate. And obviously, me and Neil will be just, just this, 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 discussing on DMs. He will be back on Turfcast a bit more over the next few weeks. So thanks for coming on, mate. I really do appreciate no, that. Man. It's good to have you back. No, uh, and good to see you again soon. Um, Jimmy, I'm going to bring you back in in a minute because I'm going to say back in, in for the first half. Because uh, I want you to answer that question as well. Um, just got some more comments coming in before I do. Turf Morehouse TV. Uh, you'll, you'll, if you see the show a lot, you'll, you'll know Dan. He says, "Get Chelsea out of the way. Give the lads a rest. We're a little lethargic, tired, blowing out of his arse." I added that bit for emphasis. Starting to see cracks in Westwood's game. Um, yeah, I completely agree with all of that. To be honest, uh, we were knackered today. We we're really, really poor. Um, Ojala again. I, I say this every week, but I apologise if I'm butchering your name there, mate. Um, what use is Stevens? No use. Um, he then goes on to say, I can't see us getting out of the bottom three again. I'm, I'm, I see where Neil's coming from. I feel right now that we will, 
ah, stay up. I've, I said it today on Sky Sports. I want Sky Sports today. I don't tell you. Um, but I, I think we'll stay up because we've played well recently. I'm going to bring you back in, Simon, actually, before we bring Jimmy in. Let's get that question back up again from Nathan Woodward. Do you think we will go down? So I answered it last week after a victory. Um, obviously, I answered quite a lot because you asked me quite a lot. But I answered it last week after a victory. I'm, I'm, even after defeat today, my opinion has not changed. I don't think we are going down. I don't feel like there's an atmosphere around the whole fan base that thinks we can go down either. Um, I know there's negativity, but there'd be negativity if we were eighth. Um, I genuinely think that we have enough to stay up. And I think the morale in general is quite high. We'll be deflated by today's performance and, and the result. But I don't think ultimately it will define our season this game. No, yeah, fair enough. This season won't define our game. I'll tell you what will define our game. That game against Brentford, we really, really do need to need to uh, get into that and still still have them catchable and then potentially, you know, stuff them like we did against Brighton. I've just put a link in the comments if you're watching on YouTube. If you want to come on the show and have your say, click that comment. It's on your screen now. All right, you can't click it on your screen. But if you find it in the comments, I'd pin it if I know how to. Um, then you can click on there. You'll pop up and I'll be able to bring you in. Um, in a little bit. But, Jimmy, I'm going to bring you in. So let's get that comment back up on screen. Um, Jimmy, welcome to the show. It's the first time you've been on this show. You have been on Turfcast before. As you can see by the proud flag in the background, he is uh, American. <laughs> what are your thoughts on the game? Uh, poor. It was, I think fatigue was definitely a main part of it. Um, was it fourth game in like 12 days or whatever? Uh, the guys were definitely tired. Uh, could have been way worse if Pope wasn't a savior in the first half. Yeah. So good point. You know, we've um, not mentioned Pope that was. Well, yeah, we've not yeah, mentioned Pope, Pope kept us in the game. Um, he definitely kept us in it, but it was poor everywhere. I mean, Weghorst didn't do much. Really, couldn't do much. And yeah, I think fatigue is the. Main source of this game, yeah, it's yeah, yeah. They were um, just—you could just tell. You've got headphones in, Jimmy, so I'm being brave and I'm leaving both microphones on because we haven't got headphones in here because there's two of us, so there shouldn't be any echo because Jimmy's got microphones in. Is if there is echo, quickly put it in the comments and then I can I can um, quickly you know um, mute a mic, adjust, adjust. Um, I don't think I actually asked you the question, Jimmy. Do you think we will go down as of now, right now? Do you think Burnley are getting relegated? No, I don't think so. It's going to be close, but I don't think so. I don't. It it's going to be tight. I mean, yeah. everyone's saying Leeds is going to get a new management bounce, but I don't think you're going to because that guy got sacked from RB Leipzig just this year in the Bundesliga, and I I don't think so. I, I don't think they'll get a big bounce like everyone's saying. You know what? I agree with you there. I work in Leeds. I've been talking to a few Leeds fans this week, and he is the best thing that ever happened to that football club, or at least in the last 30 years. That You know, like how, how the the, uh, the Burnley side is personified through Dyche's personality. It's exactly the same with Bielsa at Leeds. It's going to be so right. difficult for them to bounce back. Uh, and they might get a bit of a new manager bounce for like two, three weeks, but I don't think he's going to turn it round. I think he's going to, they're going to continue to ship goals. I do think Bielsa would have turned it round, though, to be honest. Um but yeah, I just want to go back as yeah. well. I'm gonna obviously ask ask Neil some similar uh, ask you some similar questions to what I asked Neil. Um, and a perfect example here is Nathan Woodward. He says I would have started Jack Court tonight instead of Westwood. Me and Neil and I asked Simon as well spoke about 
um, the changes that was made, uh, the changes that were made in the side. Do you think Dice should have made those changes or uh, would you have stuck with the same team? I think the only reason why Cork wasn't in the team was because he's played in three straight matches in less than a week. Yeah, I think that's the only reason why. He's, what, 31, 32? He wouldn't make it the whole game if he played today. Yeah, well, he's... I think he was kind of forced. I mean, Taylor was an obvious switch with Peters being out. And, I mean, we haven't even talked about Ben Mee could be out long term. Long term. So, Shit, yeah. we don't know Shit. what that is. You know what? I forgot about that. I was start. This is, I feel like this is a therapy session because it's the first one I've done of these after a defeat. And I'm, <laughs> I'm actually enjoying talking about it in a weird way. So, I'm like thrashing it out. Um, but, um, yeah, Ben Mee, that's brought me back down to earth, actually, a little I, bit. I forgot about I'm that. Not yeah. too cons- I'm not too concerned about Ben Mee potentially being out long-term. So I think Collins is great. But who's yeah. going to play on the left side? Because Tarky doesn't look comfortable on the left-hand side. No, yeah. Because he agree. was playing on the uh, left-hand was, side. when. Yeah, because so. I, I saw that they had to switch when he came on. Um, obviously, you're based in America, as you can see, as we've explained, as you can tell by the accent. Um, obviously, you'd have watched it then on the – is it like the Peacock NBC streaming thing that you've got over there? Yeah, um, NBC offers well, – they show some games on TV, but every Premier League game is available on Peacock. It's a streaming yeah. service. So what were what were the commentators over there saying about the game? What were their thoughts on the game? How did they take it? Um, they – they're not worried about Burnley either. I'm quite surprised they said that, honestly, because, well, it's the commentators over here is Tim Howard, one of us, great goalkeeper, played for Everton. And um, the other one is Brian Higginbottom. He's a British guy. I don't know if you guys know that name. No. But um, they're both not worried about Burnley. If they play like, I mean, just the past few games, we've played great. Yeah. Um, but they're not worried about us. I mean, I, they didn't score till the 80th minute, and they had super subs because they have yeah better players. Yeah, it's um, so. I agree with that. Obviously, I remember it was like what the 70th minute when he when he brought Vardy and uh, Madison on. Vardy yeah. Madison both went on to score. Um, but I think at that point we were looking tired. We were looking lethargic. Uh, just let's just read some more comments out again. There's a Newcastle fan in the chat, but this one seems quite sound, so I'm going to let him stay. Um, he says, as a team fan, we needed that result. I'm sorry, I hope you stuck with us all, as I quite actually like Burnley. But then he goes on to say, Brentford should be a good little win for you. Is if we play like we did over the last few games, not including um, today, um, then yes, I think we will beat them. Um, Jimmy, who are you looking at as a team that we could potentially catch? Is it still all eyes on Brentford? Or I think Neil mentioned Everton as well. Do you think Everton? I think Everton will be okay. But you've mentioned Leeds as well. So obviously you may think that Leeds could get dragged into it still. Yeah, I, I think Leeds and Brentford are the teams. Because I, I just, I really don't think they're going to get a big bounce like everybody's saying. They play Leicester this weekend, so we'll find out. Yeah, a good point. Yeah, good point. But Leeds have had the week off. Ah, yeah, that's a point. I'll, I'll be fuming if they beat Leicester. Um, some breaking news. Middlesbrough have not taken them out of the FA Cup. They beat them 1-0 after extra time. So Conte might have another bit of a bit of a paddy with that one. Um, so yeah, tell you what, Laura's in the chat. Simon's in the chat, even though he's there. He could have just, you know, chirped up. Um, I tell you what, we'll we'll do man of the match. Jimmy, Neil, you're still here, so I will bring you in actually again in a little bit. Jimmy, before we wrap up with you. 
Who are you going to give man of the match? It's quite. I think it's obvious who, who, who everybody's going to give it to. I mean, I think it has to be Pope. Yeah, but you have to yeah. give an honorable mention to Lennon. Lennon was played really well. Today. Yeah, Lennon. Lennon was the best but, outfield player easily. Lennon was the best outfield yeah, player. But, but it's worth it. Pope. It's four five nil. Yeah. Yeah. Simon, do you want to come back in and quickly give your man of the match before we say goodbye to Jimmy? Hiya, Paul. Um, yeah, so but I agree with you, mate. I think the, the way you worded it there with the honourable mention, I think is the perfect way to summarise the two best players on the pitch because they were the standout performers for us. Um, I think also, though, like I, I, do, I almost feel robbed of a result, but yet in the same breath, I'm saying that if it wasn't for Nick Pope, it could have been 4-0, so it doesn't really work. But I do feel that they were there for the taking today. Uh, Nick kept us in it and we didn't take advantage of it. So, 100%. 100%. Totally agree with that. Jimmy, thank you very much for coming on. You've been on one of the, the fan shows, an old show that we used to do. Hopefully, Jimmy, you are up for being on more of these. I think we've said on DMs. I'm not just throwing you on the bus there, Ariel. Yeah. Um, so, it's always yeah. good to get sort of like an overseas fan on to give a perspective on, on their sort of thing. So, thanks so much for coming on, Jimmy. I really appreciate it. And hopefully, we'll see you again soon. Yeah. Cheers, mate. Um, Neil, I'm going to bring you back in because I want to ask you your man of the match. I'll, I'll just realise I'll have to mute my microphone uh, if Neil's coming back in because me and Neil forgot to wear headphones. Um, who's your man of the match, though, Neil? Who are you going to give it to? I'm just there. You go. Sorry. It's got to be Pop, but I agree. I'm not feeling his winner. Yeah, it's got to be Pop. Isn't it? I mean, he did a save. I think it was first off where it was low down. I don't know how he did that. Same with his wrist, it was amazing, safe. But uh, yeah, it's got to be Pope, isn't it? Yeah, totally agree. I, I can't, it shows how bad we were, though, doesn't it? If Nick Pope is the man of the match and we lost 2 0, for me, that shows how bad we actually were. Is that a fair comment, Neil? Yeah, I agree. Yeah, um, yeah definitely. Defensive, defense seems to go to pop when, when he went off. Um, it sort of disrupted it all and then. Because I thought we were doing all right to that point. And that's when, uh, yeah, that's when it all went wrong for me. So, yeah, Nick Pope, if you keep this man of the match, you're not there, are you? Yeah, fair enough, fair enough. Um, so, yeah, cheers, Neil. Um, it's good to get you on again. As we said earlier, I appreciate bringing you back in. You're staying in and listening. Um, I'm just going to start wrapping up now, but I've seen a comment off Nathan Woodward or something I want to discuss. Um, we are going to wrap up, so if you do want to come on the show, you've got to be quick. Just click that link that's in the comments. I want someone to be brave and actually just come on. Newcastle fan, you're not allowed. Um, anyone but the Newcastle fan uh, can come on. Um, but I'm going to start wrapping up because I've seen a comment from Nathan. Uh, thank you for all the comments, Nathan, and everyone who's been commenting. It does help the conversation flow a little bit more uh, in between guests. Uh, who would you start on Saturday? Simon, I'm going to bring you back in for this one because it would be daft if it was me chatting myself. But I'm just going to revert back to the team that we talked about over the last few games. Get if Cork is back, I'm not sure if he's injured or ill. I'm not sure what's gone on there. But if Cork is back, bring Cork in, get Westy out, and I would drop Corey or have him on the wing. But I think I'd drop him just because of how he seems to be such an impactful player for a short periods of time. It may well be that you know Corey is a better player coming off the bench for the for you know for the short term while he gets Dash fit. I think he, I overheard someone in the stand today saying that Dash said that he needs a proper. Burnley pre-season so I don't know I might, I, maybe Coney needs a bit more time yet before I make a proper assumption on 
his fitness and and, the, and his work ethic. But I am sick to death of seeing him limping off at sixty. You've been subbed off. You don't need to limp all the time. Mm. Um, so yeah, maybe I don't know if I rest corner. I can't make my mind up on that one. I think it's hard. Dwight's been exceptional in the last few games, and I don't think he played bad today. If I'm honest with you, I think he just got smothered every single time. He tech one think, on, tech two on, and he just got smothered. Um, I do think that bringing Jack Court back brings that solidarity back in the midfield that we need. Uh, so yeah, absolutely, I get Jack Court back in. Yeah, I would do that as well. Yeah. I, for me, I, I'd, I'd obviously. I mean, I know this is a weird question because he is so much better than Eric Peters. I know Peters is kind of injured as well at the minute, so I don't know what the scenario is with that. But we looked better defensively with Peters. We did, though, didn't we? All right, we've played a better side today. But I'm, no, we haven't because of, because of fucking Tottenham. So that's an unusual. Is that man? Yeah, cheers, man. Um, but, uh, yeah. Oh, it is man as well. Thank you very much. Um, but, yeah, I think that's what I do. Get your comments in if you want to let us know. Um, Mick is in the chat. He says Leeds high press and the Leicester high press we really struggled against. Good point because that's where Leeds smothered us at Ellen Road um, and that's what Leicester have done to us today. Um, so I, th- I do think Brendan Rodgers won the tactical battle there um, to be honest. I think Brendan Rodgers out tactics dies but would it have been so easy for them if we'd have just, you know, if we'd have just been a bit fitter? Um, Neil Layfield is still here. But he's also been an absolute trooper. He's commenting as well. So let's bring his comments in. He said he would drop corner. He clearly needs a rest. Bring in Cork and Jay and keep the rest the same. I I, I agree. I'm just playing devil's advocate a bit with the, with the Eric Peters and Charlie Taylor thing. But that's what I'd do, Neil. Um, to be honest, I would bring in... You're you wheeled in of your own accord right. this time. What do you want to say? I want to know that what Jay Rodriguez has to do to cement the place up top. Because he comes in, he scores a goal, he's on the bench next game. Uh, I think... It's clear to me, anyway, that if you put Jay in for a consistent amount of games, you would get a far better version of Jay Rodriguez. So I, I think that he does need three or four games running where he knows he's going to play and he can just do what he does. Um, but yeah, I don't, I don't know what Jay has to do because he can score and then be on the bench the next game. I've never known anything like it. And that's a point. I know we've mentioned Ben Mee, but I want to mention him again. If he is, I, I like Collins, but the fact that Tarky has to score. I am. No, because you like Collins so much. Yeah, but I do think that Ben probably comes closer. I do think that Ben can do more mistakes in a game than other defenders, and other defenders get called out faster, is my opinion. Yeah, yeah. Mick H, he says, can we afford to drop our top scorer right now? I think we can because he's not performing well enough. I get slagged off so much when I say that Collins is not a top goal scorer to Newcastle, I mean. Well, Technically, wasn't top goal scorer yeah, at the time, but you know what I mean. <laughs> um, but I, I, I think I, I just think he needs a rest more than anything. He hasn't been good enough these last few games since he's come back from Afcon, and he, and he would poor again today. The two things that really wound me up about Corny today, that one where the ball were dropping towards him on the edge of the box, and he's watching it in air, reckoning to do a volley, and some fucking Leicester player were coming up towards him. Just look down at the player; you'll see a Leicester player coming, and just edit back in, get it back in the mix, and then so he shit out with his head there, and then ten minutes later or whatever it were, up the pitch. He's shit out of another header there. Um, but um, I think we can. And Laura, I think, agrees with me. She says, uh, Jay looks fitter than ever too. I presume she means it in terms of, you know, proper fitness. Um, Neil says, we always look a bit more dynamic going forwards with Jay and his link with Vout in the last few games has been class. Yeah, maybe it's just a case of Jay and Vout work better. 
been calling him out. No, no, why he's gone over there. I think that means that you don't want to be on the show anymore. So I'm going to start wrapping up. Matt Lawcock, if you are watching, this is your last chance. I'm going to read out one more comment and start doing all the things before I do go. He sent me a, a Facebook message, but I'm busy, so I can't answer it. So, Matt, if you are watching, you need to get on the show within the next two minutes. Um, one last comment. Talks has to move to the left side when me goes off. I think Talks is never... I, I agree. That's when I was doing that before. Simon sort of mentioned he weren't worried. I am worried. Um, so it is one of them. Matt said he's going to be five mins. I don't think you're going to get you on, Matt. If you're going to be five mins, I don't think I can buy five minutes here. Tell you what I'm going to do, Matt. The best I can do for you is bring in a little look at the league table because I need to get that comment off so you can see it properly. Some, we've got a lot more viewers now than we did at the start when I first looked at the league table. So Burnley are now in 18th place as they were. We've missed a massive chance to climb out of the bottom three. Um, with today's defeat. Um, and I think that's going to be... It was going to be a big psychological boost, wasn't it? Um, and I think now that is going to be um, sort of like a psychological sort of like damage. Is that, is that what I'm trying to say? Uh, it's going to be bad psychologically. We had such a big chance um, to, to break out at the bottom three and we've missed it. So I think that could have a, a negative impact on the lads. Um, so we're in 18th on 21 points. Then Everton are directly above us on 22 points. Um, and they have now have a game in hand on us. Matt is here. Matt is here. So we're going to have another five minutes to the show, everybody. Woo! Everyone's buzzing. Um, then above us on that is Leeds, 23 points. Brentford on 24 points. And then Newcastle on 14 point. Laura says, did you leave early today? No, we literally live around the corner. Well, I don't anymore. Simon lives around the corner and I'm, I'm in Simon's shed. So I literally, I left. I, me and my dad wait about like five minutes at the end of the game as well, to be fair. Um, just just getting annoyed and chatting. Um, so we don't need to leave early. Um, but but yeah, I went a bit deep on that, did I? Um, Jag says, hello, mates. Hello, Jag. How are you doing? Good to see you back, mate. Jag's always in the comments no matter what video it is we're doing. And it's good to see you here. Uh, Mick eight says, "Cheers, lads. Onwards and upwards for Saturday. Turn Chelsea over and see Conte lose his mind, and he creates himself to it. Um, but Mick, good news because we have another guest coming in. So we've got another five ten minutes. If you want to go, feel free to go. Um, if we're boring you, um, but Matt, good to have you back. How are you doing, mate? What did you think of the show? At uh, the show, the game. I haven't watched it. Uh, the game. Were, I don't know. It was one of them. You could tell we were tired, couldn't you?" Yeah, that's what we've been saying. You, we, we just looked knackered, didn't we? Yeah, all over. I mean, I don't think it helped with Ben May going off. That bit of solidarity at the back, but Collins is good enough. And I don't know, I just think we were tired. Four games in, what, two weeks? Yeah, it's four games in like 15 days, is it? Or 13 days, something like that. Yeah, um, what, we've been talking about Corner a lot. What What are your thoughts on yeah, Corner? gone off it a bit, Annie. I think you can... I don't know, he's... He's not been right since he came back from Africa Cup of Nations. Uh, I think he's not he's not what he were before he went, sort of thing. But I think he's just getting back into it, hopefully. Yeah, I, think it's, I, I just feel that Veghorst and Jay work better than Veghorst and Corny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I agree. I think I think he tries going with what he used to have, where the big man, little man, sort of thing. But I don't think it's working as well as what it used to with uh, Veghorst and Corny. No, yeah, and uh, the midfield was changed. I knew uh, you were disappointed to see uh, Westy come back. What did you make of his performance and the performance of the entire midfield, really? Because it was only really Lennon that played well in the midfield. Yeah, I thought Brownhill was the same again. He gave it as, as good as he could with, with Westy alongside him, but 
like you say, I think I think Cork's better suited with Brownhill, like we mentioned last time. Uh, I thought Mc, McNeil were like he were before Brighton. Uh, he were a bit backwards and sideways. And then Lennon, I thought Lennon, Lennon weren't too bad. I thought he'd give it a good goal like he always yeah, Lennon been class. Uh, but other than that, yeah, standard really before Brighton sort of thing. Yeah, it, it's pre, it's first half of the season, Burnley, isn't it? I think for me. Yeah, um, Mick is in the comments. He says, to be fair to Corney, uh, the long balls are never going to work for him. Yeah, I, I agree. He chased a lot of lost causes today. But as I said earlier, um, with the, the two moments that annoyed me with him, he had a few fair sort of like poor individual moments. Um, Matt, I'm just trying to go back to some of the main talking points so I can bring you back in on him. Um, one of the questions was, I know we ask it after every game and we obviously are going to probably ask it after every game now between now and the end of the season or something's mathematically impossible or, or whatever, but do you think we will go down? Mm, no, I still think there's a bit of a chance. I'm probably not as certain as I were before uh, Spurs and them games we, we just had, but... I think if we get back to how we were playing, then I think we should be all right. But if we start going how we were at the start, start of the season, then yeah, I think we're down. We'll see what happens. Yeah, uh, Sam was just giving me a good stat about the corner thing. And if I get it wrong, feel free to shout because obviously I'm trying to listen to Matt and you. He scored three in five. Not one in five. I would no, doing the first bit first. Two in five. Two, he scored two in five pre AFCON. And sorry, post pre AFCON. I thought it's right up. So he scored two goals in five games before. before AFCON, and since AFCON, he's only scored one in five games. So that just goes to show that he is off the boil. But is it a fitness thing, Matt? Do you think it's a fitness thing or just a form thing? I think it's a form thing. I can't see him lacking fitness or Dyson would be playing, playing him, would he? Uh, and he, he's been training in fucking God knows what temperature out in Africa. So I don't think fitness should be an issue. Yeah, you've muted yourself, Joe. There you go. Thanks, Matt. Um, I've, I've got a controversial comment, so I'm just going to quickly bring it in. Simon will probably want to shout from the other end of the room about this one, but it's from JB Sports, and he says certain players weren't fit to wear the shirt tonight, namely Tarky and McNeil. I do not know what Tarky did wrong. What did Tarky do wrong? He didn't do anything more wrong than anyone else. Yeah, he, he didn't do... For me, JB, I don't think... Tar- McNeil was hit and miss. I thought it was a bit. I'll, I'll, I thought it was a bit poor, so I agree with you on that. Not fit to wear the shirt. It's probably a bit much. Um, and Laura says, "Steady on." Um, but yeah, um, Matt, what do you think about that comment? Do you think Tarky weren't fit to wear the shirt tonight? No, I think, it, I think he did everything in a could in a way. But I think he had a couple of funny days where, like, he ducked over it in first half, and then they nearly scored from it. Uh, but other than that, I can't really remember. I think McNeil would just how we were before. Uh, weren't really going forward much and taking players on, but what can you do when you were shut off? Yeah, fair enough. Simon's making a good point behind me. I don't, obviously, we don't know what the situation was, but I remember when he did duck under the ball and then he turns around and points at his ears, doesn't he, to say, like, you've shouted at me. So maybe he's had a shout there. I don't know. Uh, Matt, thanks for bombing it on. I appreciate that. You bombed it home. Um, hopefully, you didn't nearly you know, run any pensions over on, on the way home. I know you've got a bad, bad leg as well. Tried to sit in the disabled stand, but they won't let him. They won't let him sit in the disabled stand. You, you're not on a blue badge, mate. You're not really disabled, so you need to you need to have one of them, um, probably. Um, but uh, Laura says we were just flat. Um, 
Mark Mick says that was right in front of us and Pope shouted. There you go. There you go. He actually heard Pope shout. Uh, Matt, like I said, thanks for coming on the show. Really appreciate, appreciate you coming on the show. Hopefully we'll see you a bit more um, over the next few weeks because Matt is pretty keen to get on more full-time shows. So, Matt, thanks for coming on the show. And hopefully, um, maybe after the Chelsea game, but the full-time show after the Chelsea game won't be after full-time. It might have to be on Monday, but we'll discuss it and we'll let everybody know. But, Matt, thanks for coming on, mate. Appreciate no it. No worries. Cheers, Joe. Cheers, mate. Happy days. Um, and one more comment before we do wrap up. He's falling asleep behind me. Um, Laura says, I wouldn't be feeling particularly worried about tonight if we weren't in the position that we were in. Well, yeah, true. If we were obviously 12, we'd be a bit more comfortable, won't, it? won't we? Um, but that's about 40 minutes. Um, yeah, Laura, I'm going anyway now. I need to get back. I've got a, I've got a new puppy, so I've got to go and let him out for a wee. Um, but thanks, everybody, for watching. We will do another one of these after the Chelsea game. But like I said, it is my... Little boy's fourth birthday um, on um, Saturday, so I won't have time to do um, a, a full-time show. Um, Simon normally stands in for me, but he's going to be at the party as well, so he's not going to be able to do it. Um, so we may have to do it on Sunday, but I'm working, um, so it might be on Monday as well. Me and Simon will discuss it, and we'll let you know. If you're listening on the podcast and you think you want to get involved, um, head over to the YouTube channel and try and watch us live, and then I put the streams um, sorry, I put the comments in the stream uh, so you can come on uh, and things like that. Um, if you want to, if you want to do that, you have to be able, obviously watching it live. You can't come on post match. Um, but uh, yeah, thanks for watching, everybody. Laura says, "OMG, show me the puppet." I'm not at home, so I can't. I might put him in another video at some point. Um, but yeah, thanks everybody for watching. If you're listening on the podcast, excuse me. Thanks everybody for listening, and we will see you next time. Sports Social Podcast Network. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around, you've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Your mates have already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Automate delivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Worried you'll need to babysit your robot vacuum? Think again. Meet Eufy X10 Pro Omni Robot Vacuum with AI-powered navigation to recognize and avoid over 100 objects. It's the winner of five Best of CES awards. And Digital Trends says it boasts almost all the same features as robot vacuums that cost twice as much. Want to know more? Go to eufy.com, that's E-U-F-Y.com, and discover X10 Pro Omni, the best-in-class all-in-one robot vacuum for only $799. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.